0: Hello. This is investigative journalist Brian Thompson. Before we begin, I would like to repeat an announcement from last week. On Wednesday, December 19th, at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, I will be recording the 100th episode of Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's live in the parking lot of the Burbank Central Library in Burbank, California. This recording will culminate with me donating my copy of the novelization of the movie Willow to said library. I hope you can join me. Thank you for your attention to this announcement. I will now begin the program. Welcome to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, the investigative journalism program, or IJP, where I ask the question, Whatever Happened to the Pizza at McDonald's? A proud part of the Pizza Plea Network. I'm your host, Brian Thompson. I come to you today from inside my automobile, which, as of this recording, is also my house. To recap for new listeners, a mysterious benefactor claiming to be the CEO of the fast-food soul-food chain, Grandy's, provided me with substantial monetary funds in exchange for an exclusive advertising arrangement with said restaurant. However, a series of events led to the revelation that this benefactor was not, in fact, the CEO of Grandy's, and was instead using that identity as a cover. He continued to provide me with monetary funds to aid in my investigation, but he would only do so under a new pseudonym, Captain D. Due to Captain D.'s patronage, I was able to afford a modest five-bedroom home in the Hollywood Hills, within Coyote Howell distance of Ellen DeGeneres's estate. I was also able to afford an airplane ticket to Paris, France, to investigate whether an ancient Egyptian artifact housed in a Louvre museum bears a carving that resembles pizza. Unfortunately, because I am quite busy, I neglected to look up the museum's operating hours, and thus was displeased to learn it was not open on Tuesdays, one of which happened to be the very day of the week upon which I arrived. I later learned this understandable oversight on my part enraged my benefactor Captain D., and he greatly curtailed his patronage of my investigation." Shortly after this incident, I attempted to indulge in a new hobby of growing daffodils for pleasure and profit, based on instructions I read in a book called Daffodil Growing for Pleasure and Profit by Albert F. Calvert. But this book did not warn me that my new daffodil patch would attract grosses upon grosses of garden slugs, which would overrun my property and the surrounding neighborhood, and ultimately result in my losing control of my car-slash-home on a slug-slick, thus crashing into my neighbor's mailbox and bending their mail. As I predicted, these unscrupulous neighbors have retained a personal injury attorney to sue me for everything I am worth. And not just any personal injury attorney, but the one and only Jacob M. Ronnie, who was solely responsible for the sports figure LeBron James deciding to betray his former teammates and defect to the Los Angeles Lakemen. Hashtag L.A. Braun has gone from a dream to a reality, L.A. Jacob M. Ronnie started posting recruitment billboards back in March to make it happen. You've got to love someone not afraid to go after what they believe in. I've been helping accident victims throughout Southern California for over 20 years. The passion I have for my favorite team turned hashtag into a national media frenzy. But that's nothing compared to the passion I have for my clients and the lengths I'll go to get them the justice they deserve. After an accident, give us a call and we'll show you how our passion turns into results for you. I received a letter from Mr. Amrani stating the following. Dear Brian Thompson, my name is Jacob Amrani. I am the attorney responsible for convincing LeBron James to move to Los Angeles. I have been retained by your neighbor, Ellen Generous in a matter relating to the bending of her mail, due to your vehicular negligence. Further, it has come to my attention that your irresponsible gardening practices have resulted in a slug infestation that has greatly and irreparably damaged the personal property of my client. I am prepared to exercise all options in seeking restitution for this matter, up to and including engaging in a hashtag campaign. Yours sincerely, Jacob Amrani, Esquire. Suffice it to say, I do not have the resources to fight this legal attack, and my reputation certainly cannot withstand a sustained hashtag assault. After sitting down with Mr. Amrani and his very famous client whom I shall not name, I have reached an agreement that satisfies all parties. A few afternoons ago I set aside forty-five minutes of my valuable time to manually unbend my neighbor's mail, and I also relinquished ownership of my modest five-bedroom home— and I also relinquished ownership of my modest five-bedroom home to said neighbor. As I understand it, he or she plans to demolish the structure and turn it into an ostentatious six-bedroom palace. So now I am, as previously mentioned, living in my car. But this is not as much of a setback as it seems." Yes, I no longer have the ability to pursue hobbies such as growing daffodils for pleasure and profit, but if there is one thing I have learned from this ordeal, it is that growing daffodils for pleasure and profit was a fool's errand. In what I admit was an unreasonable fit of anger, I updated my Amazon review of daffodil growing for pleasure and profit to reflect this belief, lowering it from four out of five to three out of five stars. I also attempted to personally contact the book's author, Albert F. Calvert. But, as it was published in 1929, I am sure he is dead. In any case, there is no shortage of free wireless internet and ample parking at some of Los Angeles' 24-hour businesses. But just to be certain, I am not in violation of any rules related to establishing a permanent residence in the parking lot of one such business. I decided to make a telephone call. Hello, my name is Brian Thompson. I have a question about your McDonald's. You to work? I have a question about your McDonald's. Okay. I'm sorry, do you have another call? I'm hearing a phone ringing. Let me drop my back. Is it an emergency? Do you need to get that? Okay. I got it. Is everything okay? Yes. Oh, okay. I know your McDonald's is open 24 hours, and I was wondering how often do I have to buy something there to still be considered a customer? Right. If I came inside, or let's say I was in the parking lot for several hours, at which point... Oh, the parking lot has been marked with uh, 60 minutes. 60 minutes? Yeah, for the parking lot. I see. So I would have to buy something every 60 minutes? Oh, not necessarily. What is the purpose of this? I was just wondering, if I had to stay at that McDonald's for a very long time, would I be able to do that? Okay. Three hours. So I would have to purchase something every three hours if I were inside and every one hour if I am outside? No. No, 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 no. The thing is, a lot of people come and park their cars in the lot. Yes? Come inside, make a purchase, and leave somewhere else. And they're allowed to leave their cars here for 60 minutes. I see. Okay, so if I wanted to stay at McDonald's in general, I would have to drive from one McDonald's to another every 60 minutes? Mm, no, necessarily. If, let's say if I do the checking on the car and you're still inside, you are okay. The 60-minute time is for the people who leave the building. Oh, I see. So if I stay in the car, I'm okay. If, you're staying, if you stay, even if you're in your car, you purchase something in our drive-to and you stay in our parking lot... As long as you're in the vehicle, you're fine. I don't think you're going to be towed or ticketed. Okay, perfect. That's great. Thank you. All right. I think you'll be seeing much more of me. Hello. Hello? Hello? Today's episode of Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's is brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. I used to be a Simply Safe customer, but it turns out they do not protect your home from garden slugs. Simply Safe. Read the fine print. Thank you for listening to whatever happened to Pizza at McDonald's, a proud part of the Pizzaplea Network. Do you know what happened to Pizza at McDonald's? Do you remember it? Please send all correspondence to pizza at McDonald's at gmail.com. Visit our attractive website at www.PizzaAtMcDonald's.com. dot com. You will find links to our Twitter and Instagram pages, as well as to our Teespring store, where you may purchase quality Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's merchandise. To provide financial support, visit patreon.com slash pizza at McDees, Or, to make a one-time donation, use our PayPal email address, pizza at mcdonalds at gmail dot com. I'm Brian Thompson. No purchase necessary, void, are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.